You're listening to the already cancelled podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. We have some bad hombres here and we're going to get them out. Clap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. Let's put a smile on that face. These allegations are false. Watch your profanity. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? What is up, philanthropists, and welcome to the Already Cancel Podcast, where we rant about social issues from our Christian perspective and take a look at life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My name is Nathan. Today, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, John. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I may have butchered that a little bit. I said, and look deep. Oh, well, that's fine. Good. Whatever. Yeah. Y'all, y'all know the deal by now because this is episode 10. Yeah, and third try is a charm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? We're not. No, nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. Yeah. 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 Episode 10. Can you believe it? We have recorded 10 total episodes and going strong. I mean, lots of lots of listeners and we we love to hear from we, them. We've got like 7000 listeners right now. We're getting so many comments on, you know, yeah, Facebook yeah. and no, we're, we're not even on Facebook. No, we're not. Oh, thank heavens. Get out of here. with I would. I would not even be on Facebook if I didn't have to be for work. Let's be honest. Like the only I, reason I use it really is for the uh, messenger thing to talk with people. I'm, I'm sure that's going to get us uh, canceled, but no, too sure. bad. Yeah. We're already canceled. Uh, Y'all can't uh, touch this. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, today on the podcast, if you hadn't, uh, if you didn't know by now, because you've read the title of this episode, which we don't even know yet. Uh, uh, no. the, oh, well, but oh, should well, we mention? We got fan mail. We got fan. Oh, we did get fan mail. Um, stay tuned to the end of the episode where we'll read our fan mail to you. That's a maybe a clip of it. A, yeah, a little piece of our fan mail. It it's, is quite interesting, folks. It's quite good. Um, no, but today on today's episode, we'll be talking about money, which, as we all know, is the root of all evil. Yeah, yeah. At least that's what they say. So, um, I I don't think that's quite true scripturally, though, because First Timothy six ten says. For the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil, and some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And that and that pierced themselves with many griefs basically means their love of money brought pangs of disillusionment and barrenness. So it's the love of oh, money. Oh, okay. That makes that makes more sense. Yeah, that's that's something that um cultures does seem to get a little bit wrong at times. Just a wee bit. But today we want to talk about money, good stewardship as Christians, how um, we should view money. Um, is money evil? And, and this is just a brief overview. I mean, there may be episodes in the future where we really take deep dives into... There's there's a whole lot of issues and things to discuss around money. Goodness, there um, are whole four-hour segments there, plus there, on the radio people, every week. There are people <laughs> that make all of their money talking about money. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a here's one looking at you, Dave Ramrod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, we just wanted to take a, a quick look at, you know, how should we be stewarding our money? Um, I know personally, this has been a little bit of a struggle recently. Um, just, you know, we've had, we've just come out of, you know, the Thanksgiving and of course, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And oh, all the sales, deals and deals. All the stuff, you know, there's so many great things. and But John, um, it's practically free. I know. And um talking about facebook as we were a little bit earlier i feel like facebook and instagram have really been hitting me hard with the ads like that's i feel like most of the content that i see now is ads 
and the uh, ads can get you. I mean, it can they, change your thinking. Yeah, and they're starting to they start to get me a little bit. So this is somewhat of me preaching to myself a little bit on, you know, get get your get your mindset right. Um, but we just wanted to take some time to really talk about, you know, how we as Christians should be using our money. Um, and how we should think about all of that. Well, and we're all in different places as far as money goes. I mean, some of our listeners may be, you know, college students and flat broke. And, you know... I, go, I remember those days. Yeah. And should we eat out or not eat? You know, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I've got ramen and that's all I have for the week. Like, yeah, or, or we could be, you know, married, you know, newly married, and, and you're trying to figure things out in an apartment. Or you could have, you know been alive till you know you're 50 60 maybe, years old and you you kind of think you like you got it figured out but we're all in a if, different place and if you do if you've got this whole money thing figured out like we'd love to hear from you yeah yeah here's a uh, my second shout out to grandma yeah shout out <laughs> grandma last week um and pretty soon we'll have the ability for folks to call in Ooh, potentially we, we got some uh, exciting news brewing on the new year for you guys yeah about that but uh no today we want to just dive into um how should we, you know, think about Scripture from a Christian perspective, and really, what does Scripture, what does the Lord say? Um, and so, I think kicking things off, uh, we're familiar with the idea of a tithe, um, something that was established by God with the Israelites um, around the tabernacle. You know, having to give to the priests um, the first ten percent of um, first and best ten percent of what they had. Um, but I, I'm going to read this uh, from Proverbs here, Proverbs 3, 9, that says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. And I think that really sums that up, um, just this idea of our wealth should be used to honor the Lord. And he does call us, you know, to give the first fruits. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, the, the last, oh, I... I I, I've got a little bit of money left over in my budget. Like, that should be the first thing on your budget, is to make sure that you're tithing. Um, there's sermon series about this, and everybody will um, be able to tell you a lot on tithing, but um, I really think it's important. And, you know, you may not be in a position right now where you're making much money, or you feel like you can. Um, and I think the Lord does, you know, He can speak to those situations, and He knows your heart. Like, um... But I think it's definitely, if, if you have the ability to, um, the Lord really will bless you. Not necessarily monetarily, but the Lord will bless you. Um, well, and he calls us that. to be a cheerful giver. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, that's in Second Corinthians 9, 7, um, where he says, God loves a cheerful giver. Now, there's there's more to that verse, but um, that that's the basic gist of it. Um, so, and there's a difference between tithing and giving. Uh, I, I personally feel like, Tithing is something, both of them we should do out of lovingness and wanting to do them. We should never do it begrudgingly going, oh my goodness, here we go. Look at my bank account drain, you know, or, you know, look at all that money just in the wind. We're not called to be that. We're we're called as Christians to be joyful givers. Yeah, if if you're feeling grumpy about having to give, um, do it anyway. And then pray that the Lord would give you wisdom and change your heart. But uh, I think being grumpy is not a cop-out by any means. No, and I would also say if your heart's not in the right place, the Lord can always still use what you give for his kingdom, just like he used the hardened heart of Pharaoh. Now, I mean, it's a hard comparison there, but what I'm saying is 
you know, be open to allowing the Lord to use the wealth that he has allowed you to gain to benefit his kingdom. Maybe not your little house and your decorations or big house and nice decorations, but but maybe someone else who is in need. And right now with coronavirus and, and this year and many states in and lockdowns. And the black winter that we have approaching us. Yeah. The bleak and dark winter. Uh, that's what we were oh. all told. Well, but, you know, lack of jobs, you know. It's been a, it's been a crazy hard year for everyone. Um, there's a lot of people in need. There's a lot of people in need. However, um, despite what I think the news would say, I think this has also been a great year for giving. Um, looking from two different nonprofits that I get to be a part of, um, we've seen we've seen giving gone up this year. It's it's trended upwards, and I think that's really amazing. Um, that I think God is still working through this and still using people. Um, and so, yeah, if you have if you have the opportunity, if you have you know, a little extra to spare, well, um, you know, toss it in the red kettle, toss, you know, find a, find a good charity, do some research. Don't give, don't give out willy nilly to anybody and everybody. Um, yeah. Make sure a, what you're giving to actually does stand up for, you know, specifically first and foremost scripture and, and fights or supports ideals that are based on scripture, or at least have a, uh, the Lord would be okay with it. You know, he'd be pleased with it in a sense. Um, not, um, for example, other organizations that actively don't give to Planned Parenthood. Period. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Let's like just I, go, come out with it. Yep. I we won't tell you how to vote, but we actually will. We'll tell you how to vote. Yeah, we we did, and I, I'll tell you, don't give to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I mean, really, we're well, we can we we're can, unashamed about that. We can we can do some entire episodes about that if you want, but well, don't give to Planned Parenthood. That's what we're trying to say. Look at look at your charities. Make sure what you're given to actually uses the money for what they say they will. I mean, there's even questions about, you know, United Way in there. United Way does do some good, but then in some cases they give to Planned Parenthood. And you really just know where your money goes. So maybe worth donating directly to the charity yourself. I mean, my, my wife uh, works for a charity, and uh, their whole goal is to help children in Malawi who have been, specifically girls, who have been uh, put through horrendous experiences at the hands of men. And it's a it's therapy. It's it's through a Christian lens. It's a school. Uh, they live there. And actually, the coolest part is, and I think this would be the hardest part for me, far away from the school where they have the kids that they're, you know, rehabilitating in a sense. Um, um, they actually have a place for the men who have done the abusing, and help rehabilitate them. Wow! I can't say I have the patience. Or and I need to pray that the Lord would grant me with that without testing me too much. Um, <laughs> that's that's really yeah. cool because like it's very easy. This is a total tangent, but it's very easy for us to write off, you know, like child abusers and whatnot as like scum of the earth, which they are, which they are. But they're scum of the earth, just like the rest of us sinners that God died for and loves dearly. So it's that's that, the hard yeah. part. That's the it's like wow. Okay, that takes faith. I mean, that takes faith. But what I'm trying to say is make sure you look into your charity. Make sure you look into where you're given. Um, But go at it with a willing heart. Understand that while most of our listeners are in the United States, and with that being said, I think the important thing to note is the United States is like the top, like, 
0.01 or 1% of wealth in the world. If you're born in the United States, you're born into more wealth than most people in the globe. So no matter what you have, you know, it's hard for some people to recognize here because they haven't seen anything else. But in the in this charity my wife works for, there's people living in mud huts in that country. And that's a normal thing. Yeah. So no no matter, you know, whether you're wealthy, whether you're poor, um, whether you're living on ramen in a dorm room right now, like, you know, you're able to at least recognize how blessed we are. You know, go back to our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, we keep shouting that one out, but, you know, count count the ways that we're able to be thankful. And if you have the means to, you know, definitely um, give and be charitable. Um, that being said, though, diving into some of the other areas of wealth, though, um, Nathan, is it is it wrong to be rich? As a Christian, is it wrong to be wealthy? I mean, there are some things that the Bible talks about that lead us to think that is the case, but truthfully, that's not where the Bible specifically addresses this issue. So, you know, we we get the story of the... We get the story of the rich young man who comes before Jesus, and, you know, he says, I've followed all of these rules. What What more must I do to be saved? And Jesus says to him, sell all your goods and follow me. And the rich man he goes away very sad because like like i said he's rich he doesn't want to do that it's hard to do that and then jesus goes on and we get the saying that i'm sure most people know that it's easier for a camel to fit through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven of course that doesn't mean that rich people can't go to heaven it means it's where do you put the value of your wealth and possessions where do you put your priorities where do you put your priorities I and mean, that doesn't mean that god's calling all of us to sell everything and just you know uh, follow him. I'll be, you know, beggars and, you yeah. know, we, we don't all have the opportunity to uh, follow Jesus around in ministry. Like, that'd be really cool, but that's not quite plausible for all of us. Well, and it's not necessarily everyone's calling either. Everybody's got a specific calling, but that's a that's a separate issue. So what what uh, what do you have for us in as far as Scripture goes, John? Yeah, so I have, uh, what is this here, Luke 12, 15. Um, Jesus talking to Uh, some of his disciples, he says, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. I'll say that again. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his his possessions. I think that's... So is God calling us to be wealthy with money? No. And that he's promising he'll give us all kinds of money? No. That's not the case. Um, Instead, this this is a warning of greed... Um, this is a warning towards your heart. Do not be greedy. It's not saying do not be wealthy, but do not let money be the priority. Do not let Desire. your life be defined by what you have and what you possess. And I think that's very hard in today's world, scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through Instagram, seeing what other people are posting, seeing what and how they target these ads I mean, towards you, you. You might as well call some of the ads, uh, some of the, well, some of social media jealousy central in a sense, because it's a way for you to desire other things in your heart a lot of social media is me posing for a picture showing off you know my new car or whatever else. not you not me specifically i yeah i don't have a new car yet unfortunately um but you know flexing on other people so they can see oh the cool stuff that i have and making other people you know wish they had that lifestyle when that's not true so yeah this is this is a warning to not let your life um, be centered around what you have and what you possess. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, I think that's very crucial is to understand where true value comes into play. Um, Definitely. Um, I think we're all very familiar with this passage, passage from Matthew uh, verses, uh, chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. Um, Jesus says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But instead store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So it sounds like, you know, we're supposed to, first and foremost, go after advancing the kingdom of God. Wow, I think you're right, Nathan. Yeah, it's it's not about what you gain here on earth. Just just think for a split second, you know, with coronavirus, let's put it into perspective, and kind of has this year, but let's think about it one more time. Even though the the you know fatality rate of this is not the highest ever, um, let's say tomorrow you you do catch it and it, and you die. Do all your possessions matter at all? Now they may help those who um, are still your dependents or who's left alive, you know, after you're gone, but you can't take them to heaven. Nope. So don't be don't be jealous and as a matter of fact the lord calls us and, and we'll elaborate on both of these uh versus the the one john just read in matthew and first timothy 5 8 which which goes into what we are called to be as far as our wealth and you know money it, and it says here but if anyone does not provide for his own and especially those of his household he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever so pretty pretty stark words there, um, but I think what that's saying is that um, you shouldn't be a bum, and if you have a family, you should take care of them. Like that's that's a priority. That's that's something that God calls you to do, especially for us as men. Um, we are the head of the household, um, and we are to provide and care for those that directly rely on us. Well, and it says on, in First Timothy 5, 8, you know, there's a little, like, uh, study dictionary note here. It says, providing for one own one's own relatives and especially immediate family, household, that's what that's referencing in the verse, is a believer's duty. So we're not called to be foolish in our wealth. We're not called to throw away everything and follow the Lord now that may be what he calls us to do in a rare circumstance. Some people may be called to do that. I don't think that's everyone's calling necessarily, no. but we are called to be in a sense the man of the house. We're called to be that provider. Now, I understand there's physical difficulties and financial difficulties in this world and sometimes the spouse needs to work. Um it's good to teach your children a good work ethic. You know, there's nothing against that. It's not saying, and and there are times where you lose a job or you are you can't find employment and you're searching. Obviously, as long as you're really working hard to find a way to provide, I don't think the Lord is saying, "Oh, you're you're worse than an unbeliever." No, I don't. That's not. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, no, I think you know all this is. It's a challenge to us to be good stewards. And um, I think when we, we mention that idea of stewardship, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I think we're all very familiar with the parable of the talents um, where the um, 
landowner, he gives some of his servants uh, amounts of money, and then he goes off on a trip. And when he returns, you know, the first two have done well. They've invested that money, they've worked that money, and they've turned it into more profits. Whereas the third one, he buried it in the ground because he was afraid of the landowner, and he brought back nothing. Well, he brought back the same amount. Yeah. So I, that's that's the challenge to us is to be good stewards, um, to not waste what God has blessed us with. Because ultimately, whatever money, whatever possessions, whatever we have is not ours. We don't get to keep it when we die. It's God's. So we need to hold that with an open hand and say, Lord, you've blessed me. You have given this to me. I will freely give it back to you and to your service, to those around me, however you would see fit. Use me, Lord. And so I think that's that's a great reminder to us to be good stewards. That on well, all the fight, all the wealth that we accrue, you know, whether it's wealth in family, wealth in friends, wealth in physical possessions, whether it's wealth in money, you know, go on and on. But and get real specific. But all that's wealth. Whatever the Lord gives you. That's what it is. It's him giving it to you. It's him blessing you with it. So if you bless the Lord with what he's blessed you with, uh, John had a great analogy uh, earlier before the we started the podcast. And, and why don't you explain that to us a little bit here? Um, it's about how, you know, if you hold everything that you own that God has given you so tightly, if you hold that with a clenched fist... You know, nothing's going Stingy, out, greedy. nothing's going in. But if you hold what God has given you, like I said, with that open hand, you know, you can freely give from that, but you can also be freely given to. God can give back to you and bless you. And I'm not saying, like there are some pastors out there, that God will bless you monetarily and make you wealthy and that the Christian life is one of great prosperity. Um, that's not really true. But, we, and especially if he's talking physical, like money wealth, not... We, the life, the Christian walk is a life of great prosperity in the sense of following God. In your spiritual sense, you will be spiritually prosperous. You will store up treasures in heaven. You will find great joy in walking with God. And you will be like Job, whether with plenty, whether with nothing. You will be like Job, having a strong relationship with God, where God can speak well of you, where you can speak well of God and say, Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And that's just point blank correct. I mean, it's all His. Everything's His. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, John. That was, that so was that really being good. said, uh, speaking to myself here, you don't need to buy everything online that you want. Doesn't matter. Go find some charities to give to instead. And 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 if you can't physically give money. Let's say you are that college student and you, you have nothing but time. Uh, in theory, you know. In theory, yeah. You know, I know finals are coming up or are already happening, or you know, you'll have a spring, a winter break here. Um, maybe take that time to serve others. Find a way to serve others, whether it's raking the leaves out of the yard, which still exists in some yards, or whether it's um, doing some tree trimming, low hanging branches, helping you know serve at a food shelter or whatever yeah like a food kitchen or there's still a lot of ways to serve even if you can't but it's just i think first and foremost it starts with a mindset of 
Lord, this is yours. How would you have me use it? Yeah, it whether it's time or money. I mean, obviously, this is an episode about financial stewardship, but it it's really, also about what the Lord has gifted us with. How can we return it to him? It's a, it's a mindset, and you know we're applying it to money, but it's a mindset that should apply to everything. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenging thing. It's something that we're still both working on for sure. But we want to encourage you, um, like we said earlier, if you've got all of this figured out, like we'd love to hear from you and sit down and have a conversation um, and, you know, learn from your wisdom because uh, we're both still learning here. But um, definitely, definitely something to, to learn from. And we are always interested in your comments on this episode or what you think about uh, financial stewardship or how you plan on being a better steward of your money. And you can reach us at on, on an Instagram. We are on Instagram, the Already Canceled Podcast. Um, but you can also find us or email us at... You can email us at alreadycanceledmedia at protonmail.com. And uh, we might read your fan mail, like this lovely letter. Um honestly not sure who it's from uh it was in arabic when we got it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um but let me just read a little bit of this to you guys here uh hopefully you guys find some enjoyment in it as well uh through google translate this says one dear in christ how are you doing i hope you and your family have a cowboy 19 on this planet <laughs> change is alive if so god would be proud of him my name is Esther william I am from Kuwait. I am Mr. David Williams, married to someone who lives on the coast coast. <laughs> in the year nine years before his death, worked at the Kuwaiti embassy in Ivory Coast. We have been married for 11 years. Had done. He died after a short illness that lasted only four days. Before he died, I was both born a Christian of his death. Since then, I have decided to remarry outside of my married home. Or the, or the decision to bring up a child that the Bible opposes. When my husband was alive, so he, 11.5 million, deposited the money here in a bank LOM suspension account. Damn. <laughs> I have no idea. So, um. Help us build our fan mail base from with some legitimate letters. So, something a little better than this. Um, <laughs> obviously. Maybe there's something a little lost in translation here. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Google Translate's not infallible. But <laughs> we found that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so, like Nathan said, you can reach us on Instagram. You can reach us on Twitter. You can email us at our already canceled media at protonmail.com. Hey, send us an article you want us to discuss, and we'll look it over. And if we like it, we'll discuss it. I mean, we're we're open to to topics and and issues that you feel like are relevant. Yeah, definitely. Um, please do be sure to share this podcast with all of your friends and family and everyone you know. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. And Google uh, Podcasts. And Google Podcasts. And many others, CastBox. We're, we're, we're all over the place. Uh, find us, share us, love us, and uh, tune in to us next time. For the Already Canceled Podcast. Fellas, you have got what appears to be a dynamite sound. I can't believe you've done this. Thank you for your patronage. I'll be back. Oh, that's hot. Not a single thing he said is accurate. Bye! <laughs>